Welcome to the audio podcast of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage, the show where you can talk face-to-face with your favorite MLB players and personalities. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another round of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. I am JB in this chair, once again, stepping inside the cage, six-time All-Star, World Series MVP, World Series champ, Ron Say. Ron, thanks for hanging out with me and some fans. JB, glad to be here. Uh, it should be a good time. Folks, you know how this works. Don't uh, put it all on me. Get your webcams fired up. Talk to Ron Say directly. Get some FaceTime with your favorite players. MLB legend right there. We got a lot of tweets coming in, lots of questions under the hashtag chatting cage nomenclature. So let's go there first while you get the webcam fired up. And I'm going to go to uh, Lest is More. Ron, what's your proudest moment on the baseball field? Uh, I think it's everybody's professional uh, hope that uh, you can win a World Series and, and play in that uh, uh, fabulous uh, event. And uh, we did it a number of times. And uh, 1981 was the time that we walked away with the World Championship trophy. And uh, I was one of the MVPs in that series. Uh, absolutely thrilling memory. I have no doubt about that. An exciting time for Everybody, for Ron Say in particular, as he took that MVP trophy home, this is the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. That's Ron Say. I'm JB. Get your webcam fired up. Meanwhile, Twitter has this to ask from MLB Lifer. Ron, how has the position and the game changed since you retired? <laughs> Three, 360 degrees. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, the, 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 the young players in today, uh, the mentality of these kids, uh, is, is a great deal different than, uh, certainly with the players that, uh, that I played with. Um, the, uh, the coaching staff is one when you came into the, to, uh, to major league baseball, uh, probably had a name in baseball that you recognized. Um, and they made more money than the players coming into the game at that point in time. So there was a great deal of respect I think at that point in time uh, today that has changed and, and gone the other way the young players in today make a great deal more than the coaches in today's game and uh, they don't know too much about the history and uh, tradition nor much about the pioneers who came before them so it's uh, it's changed a great deal um, change is inevitable uh, it's it's uh, it's one of those things where the coaches now I think have to adjust to the players more than they ever have in the past. There you have it, folks. Thoughts uh, from Ron San on the change in both the position and the play and the players and the coaches, that relationship. As we continue the Edward Jones Chatting Cage, a fan joins us right now. What's your name, where you're from? What's your question for Ron? Hi, I'm Corey from Merrick, New York. And I've uh, been a big fan of yours, Ron, since your Dodgers days back in the 70s. But uh, some question about something off the field, uh, what you thought of your singing and acting careers that you tried back then, and if you had ever thought about pursuing <laughs> either of those things again. Uh, thank you, Corey, for your questions. Uh, not much, actually. Uh, it was all done in fun. Uh, back then, we had uh, prob- probably a more a direct relationship to Hollywood and the stars than uh, we do today here. But uh, the, the singing uh, venture was, was down out of fun. It was uh, a baseball jingle, uh, playing the third base bag and, and, uh, and one game at a time. Uh, it was done in 1976 on long ball records. And I think we sold 30 worldwide. <laughs> and uh, outside of my acting career, playing in a, 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 appearing in a few, uh, 
uh, shows here and there. Colombo was probably my uh, biggest hit, but uh, like I said, it was all done in fun. It sounds like a lot of fun, actually, and I got to say, part of the Edward Jones fun here at the Chatting Cage is get fans of all stripes to step in the cage and be a part of what's going on. So we appreciate Corey from Merrick asking that question. Ron, that seems like an era, like, as you said, things have changed both in baseball but sports in general. That was something you could go do and have fun, and it didn't get – you could actually just go do it. It was something you did in your spare time, and people could appreciate it. It seems like that's out of bounds now, too. You might not have a chance to go do that now. What do you think? Yeah, well, you know, some people asked me, uh, you know – he should get serious and stick to his night job. And uh, <laughs> anybody who was listening to the music back then uh, should have taken it in jest and understood that it was just for fun and it was nothing more than a baseball jingle. There you have it, folks. Thoughts on acting and performing from Ron Say off the baseball diamond. We have lots more here in the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. Get your webcam fired up. Join Ron and myself right here on the show. Be in the cage. Get FaceTime with your favorite World Series MVP in Ron Say. Meanwhile, I will go back to Twitter and let us uh, – let's do it this way. It's pretty simple. Say Hey Kid wants to know, is it exciting for you to see both the Cubs and the Dodgers right in the thick of it here this late in the season? Yes, absolutely. Uh, you know, the Cubs uh, – uh, are my, my second team. Uh, my family uh, lived in Chicago. Uh, my wife was born there and raised there, went to the University of Wisconsin. So it was probably the best place that I could have gone after leaving the Dodgers for so long. And of course, we won a divisional title in 1984 and came real close, lost in the final game of the NLCS. And uh, Detroit ended up being the world champion that year. But uh, uh, it was it was a great place for me to go. Uh, I'm thrilled that the Cubs are back in the mix. They certainly do have a, 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 a solid hold on the second wild card at this point in time. So I'm hoping that uh, not only the Cubs get in, but I'm hoping we can hang on to the National League West title as well. All right, there you have it, folks. Two great storylines as we approach uh, that prized October that we all look forward to so much this point in the season. Things are heating up. We have a great fan stepping inside the cage. Now, what's your name? Where are you from? What's your question for Ron? Yeah, hey, guys. My name is Marco, and I'm from New Jersey. Uh, my question is, what are your impressions of Chris Bryant and uh, the Cubs' press rookie class? Uh, you know, right now, you know, he uh, – uh, I did a little uh, Red Bull uh, commercial uh, in his behalf uh, when he was still in the minor leagues because <laughs> the Cub fans were hoping that uh, – you know, this beginning of the season wasn't anything more than a business move and that the eligible day that he could be called up was, uh, in fact, honored. And he then became a starting third baseman for the Cubs. And uh, yeah, I think he's done a terrific job up to this point. Uh, he's, I think he's got 20 home runs. He's got 70 some RBIs. Uh, he's getting used to playing every day. Uh, I'm sure that over a period of time, defensively, he'll probably get a lot better. But uh, I, I'm uh, very encouraged by what I've seen, not only from Chris, but the younger players as well on the Cubs team that uh, uh, occupy important spots on that club and their, uh, their, their hopes for having a, uh, a team that's going to be in the middle of uh, a number of playoff runs in the future. So uh, he's got a big plus going on right now. Uh, Chris Bryant, one of the great stories in Chicago, Chicago baseball and Wrigley is exciting and People are getting their hopes up. Fans are fired up. Looking forward to the end of the season, see if the Cubs can do what they got to get done.
to go deep into October. I'll go back to Twitter while you get your webcam fired up, fans. And let's go to Bobo the Hobo. Ron, who are your biggest role models when you were growing up? Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> giant fans are going to love this one. Uh, <laughs> Willie Bass was my favorite player uh, when I was a kid growing up. And uh, uh, we had a, a situation where I was growing up uh, in Tacoma, Washington, where we had the AAA affiliate of the San Francisco Giants and a strong backer and part, uh, part owner uh, in, in the San Francisco Giants organization uh, living in Tacoma. He was a lumberman. And the, the stadium there, the AAA affiliate stadium, was named after him, Ben Cheney. It was called Cheney Stadium. So being a local kid, you know, I had all these Giants that were now going on to prominence in the major leagues, and I got to see most of them go through there. But, of course, at that point, uh, Willie Mays was already a star in San Francisco and, and previously with the New York Giants. But... Uh, it took me a while to come around to uh, uh, dealing with the fact that my favorite player was Willie Mays, but uh, uh, was and always has been. Um, and the, the, the first game I ever saw on television was a game broadcast from, uh, from Bro back from Brooklyn. It was the Dodgers and somebody else, but uh, that's a little bit of irony there. I don't know exactly how that's <laughs> supposed to work out, but... Uh, there you have it, folks. Willie Mays is the answer. I know. Giants fans, the whole the Bay Area and uh, Southern California, definitely taking note of that one. This is the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. That's Ron Say sitting there taking your questions and answering them as you get your webcams fired up and join us right here in the cage. Get FaceTime with Ron. Meanwhile, I'll go to Twitter. And this one looks pretty cool. It's set up for, uh, looks like mid-January, but at Monday007 wants to know, Dodgers and White Sox working together, fantasy camp, how do I get there? Well, uh, you can go to Dodgers.com. I'm sure you have the other information that you can pass on to them. But uh, we are uh, taking our fantasy camp that has been in Vero Beach, Florida, the home of Dodger Town, and our spring training facility for so many years, and now moving it out to our new complex, if you call it new, uh, <laughs> the Glendale Camelback Ranch. And we're going to uh, 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 hook on with the uh, Chicago White Sox and have a dual camp and it's from January 18th through the 24th, and you can get that all that information's, uh, information about the camp at Dodgers.com. And uh, we plan to have a very busy week. Uh, our group will have uh, Rick Monday, Steve Yeager, Eric Karros, Tom Lasorda, and myself and the moment, and uh, with the addition to uh, add more players depending on how many campers we actually get to come to camp. But... We're expecting a good turnout. Uh, we actually will have a real World Series of Fantasy Camp. Uh, the final game will be between the Dodgers winner on our side and the White Sox winner. So we're looking forward to having a great week with all those campers. That's a real – I love that concept to actually have a big World Series finale there between the Dodgers and the White Sox. That sounds really exciting. So how big is the camp? What's the goal for uh, – and this is for personally, uh, uh, do you need a host to do anything there at any point? I'm not sure if I understand the host part That's, of it. That was me trying to get to the fantasy camp, Ron, without actually having to uh, sign up for it. But I'll, I'll sign up just like everybody else. <laughs> Dodgers.com. Okay, I got you. All right. <laughs> I can get out there and call the games is basically what I'm trying to say. Uh, very exciting, though, between Yeah, that, that would be good. There You're we welcome go. to count. There we go. That's what I was looking for. Awesome. Dodgers, White Sox uh, in Arizona, which is a big shift from Vero Beach. So get your check that out, Dodgers.com. It'll be an awesome time there in January. To go enjoy that. That's Ron Say. I'm JB. This is the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. Fans have been fired up 
to talk to you so far. We're going to stay with Twitter. Lots is going on. Uh, let's go back to... Uh, I like this one a lot. This is a, I know it's a pitcher's question, but I think you can handle it there, Ron. This is Joy 18 wants to know, do you think anybody will ever beat the Hershiser record for consecutive scoreless innings? Uh, well, I'm, in baseball, you know, it's always possible. Uh, look what Lou Gehrig did and look what uh, who came behind that, uh, Cal Ripken Jr. Mm-hmm. Um you look at uh, the game that I played in in 1974 when Henry Aaron broke Babe Ruth's all-time home run record, and guess what happened? That got broke too. So I, I would say, yeah, there's a chance, probably not a great one, uh, but it's uh, uh, certainly possible. Uh, outstanding. Before we let you go, this last one, because I think uh, it'll be interesting to hear, hear how you might summarize it. Wrigley Love 45 wants to know, what would Chicago be like if the Cubs do win the World Series? Oh, it'll it'll be the place to be. Trust me. <laughs> uh, when we were there in 1984, uh, they hadn't won a divisional title in 39 years, and I remember the 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 uh, the press coming into the uh, the clubhouse probably the last three weeks of the season, and we were enjoying uh, a pretty good pretty good margin over the second place New York Mets team at that point in time, who had Doc Gooden and Gary Carter and and uh, uh, Keith Hernandez, Daryl Strawberry, to mention a few, mm. Ron Darling. Uh, you know, they had a terrific club. And uh, the, the press in Chicago really didn't understand <laughs> that, you know, we were in good shape. And I, and I had played in four World Series, won a world championship, uh, along with uh, the guy next to me in the infield, Larry Boa. Um, so we were, we were pretty, pretty sure that – because we were healthy and playing well, that this thing was going to turn out, but uh, they just didn't know what to do with themselves. And when we finally clinched the uh, divisional title in Pittsburgh, uh, Chicago went upside down. And it's really unfortunate that we couldn't have pulled off that uh, that uh, NLCS championship going to the final game before losing uh, and host a, a World Series in Chicago. It, it, it would be a great sight. Trust me. Uh, uh, I have no doubt about that. That's well said. That's great stories there from Ron. Say, Ron, for the fans, for myself, I want to thank you for taking time out of your day to be with us today. Did you have a good time? JB, thank you for having me. Yeah, absolute pleasure. That's Ron Say. I'm JB. We'll see you next time on another round of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage.